Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, family? Y'all know what it is. It's time for a kickoff. This is Speak. Now get this. Get this. We are officially just seven days away from the opening season, opening game of the NFL. Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs, reigning champs, taking on the Detroit Lions. 2-5, it's good to see you back, big dog. It's good to see you back, my man. <laughs> I feel like ball security should be like more common now that you're older, big dog. You know what I'm saying? All them big frozen backs. <laughs> Far and like Super Bowl champ, James Jones. What's up, baby? What's going down, man? It's all good. It's yes, all sir. good. Now, look, you got a fresh cut today. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Man, I feel good, man. You know, I had to I had to coach him up. He was in there. I had to make sure he was legit, legit. But no, he, he did me right. The one and only key. <laughs> he actually is watching. Justin, yeah, shout out to you. Good. He did me right. The one and only George Taylor. How are we? How are we? How are we? I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the season to start. Can't get here fast enough. <laughs> Can't get here fast enough. Eagles all-time rushing leader. He needs no introduction. You already know who it is. LaShawn McCoy, 2-5, 2 live. Okay, let's get it started with first and 10. It's the first topic of the day, but it's also the best one. Trey Lance, you already know, he made headlines when Cowboys owner Jerry Jones acquired him this week. Remember, they did not consult Mike McCarthy in the process or Dak Prescott. But yesterday, Dak responded to critics of Jones' handling of the move, saying, quote, I think they read a little too much into it close quote james jones you want a super bowl with the head coach name who mike mccarthy mike mccarthy is the head coach of the dallas cowboys yeah there's a lot of drama in dallas a little bit but the question for me is this dak prescott he has a backup behind him now in trey lance Mm -hmm. many thought very highly of trey lance is dak actually playing for his job this season you know what yesterday um, you said something, I, I'm trying to get it right, quote for quote, but you, you can help me out. You said how it starts. Relationships end, how relationships begin. Yeah, how did this Dallas Cowboys relationships start with, with Dak Prescott? Kicked out Tony Romo, 13-year starter. Tony Romo playing at a high level every year. Dallas Cowboys in the mix, in the playoffs. Tony was not winning the big game. So you know what they said? You got to go. All right, we're going to help you get on TV, but you got to get up out of here. Dak Prescott show, right? We've seen him do it with Kirk Cousins, six seasons with the Washington football team, right? You're not winning the big game. You got to go. Your dude, Donovan McNabb, 11, 11 seasons with the Eagles. You're not winning the big game. You got to go. We done seen it with quarterback after quarterback. Jimmy G. In the Super Bowl, in NFC championships, you know what? We got to get better at that spot. You got to go. Dak Prescott after this season, has no more guaranteed money. He, he get $40 million, and next season he has no more guaranteed money up there, right? You have a young quarterback making $5 million. If the Dallas Cowboys lose this season like they did last season because of Dak Prescott, you better believe it that Jerry Jones did not make this move for nothing and Dak Prescott is fighting for his job. Dak has to go out there and play well or Dak will not be in the Dallas Cowboys uniform. He will either be traded, they can't just release him, but they will get him up out of there and they will go young. 
So he is. He has to play well. They have to be. He has to be the reason they win. Or I see Dak out of there. What are we talking about right now? Are we serious? Dak Prescott's Jerry Jones' favorite. I mean, it's obvious. The guy go out there and so leads the league in picks, and he still gonna have his job. Let's just talk about the, the real facts here. What's the pressure? Trey Lance? Is that the pressure? Yo. Are we being serious here? Trey Lance couldn't beat out the last pick in the draft. Couldn't beat him out. He couldn't beat out. Who was that other guy? Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. We all know what Sam Darnold is. Mm-hmm. So for you to say that pressure at the quarterback position, if he doesn't deliver, is crazy. Okay, let's, so let's, why trade for him though, Shady? For for let's let's, let's dive deep into it. Go right? into it. Really go to the deep end, big dog. So so Take we, off the floaties. We all can say this: that playing quarterback for the Niners is it's a blessing. You have to do a lot for that. Mm-hmm. I, I've watched so many different quarterbacks come out there. Kyle um, Shanahan, um, um, your guy, RG three. Yep. His career was 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 above average. Average, would you say? But when he played with Kyle Shanahan, yeah, went crazy. Rookie of the year, Idiot. right? Uh, Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub, another one. Right? Matt Ryan. Yes, sir. I think MVP. Matt Ryan's a good quarterback, though. Yeah, yeah. But he was way, way better MVP when he had Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Jimmy G. You brought Jimmy G up. Yeah. I played with the Chiefs in 2019. We had a championship game. Mm-hmm. The whole game plan for the defense was we got to get to third down. Third and long, we want him to throw the ball. We want the quarterback to throw the ball. Yeah. As in, they're not that good of a team if he's throwing the ball. Yeah. They ran the ball left and right, left yep. and right. They played the Packers, Packers, Green Bay, and Green Bay. Ran all over. They had 200 yards rushing. rushing. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I and remember. your boy, he, yeah. he, he threw for what? 80 yards, 100 yards, something like that? Yeah. So my thing is, if you can't be a good quarterback in Kyle Shanahan's offense, where they run the ball and they play great defense, mm-hmm. no matter who the defense coordinator is, mm-hmm. how can you go to the Cowboys and, and, and play and, and beat out Dak Prescott? I understand everything you're saying. That's crazy right? to me. You, you think that they ain't watch film on him and all that? Why would you trade for him, a young quarterback? I, I don't that, know. That's I, all I'm I saying. Don't, I don't know that answer, but this is what I do know. I do. I know when I watch tape on Trey Lance, he does not belong at starting quarterback in the NFL. Shady, we do know when you do trade for somebody, eventually you want to see them play. That's what we do. I'll, well, here, I'll split the difference between the oh. two of you. I, I do think there is pressure on Dak Prescott this year. I do it. think if he doesn't get past the divisional round, there will be real mm-hmm. conversations about mm-hmm. whether or not they're going to talk to him work with him into a new talk contract and where the future is because the roster is so good and because there's already enough smoke there. Mm-hmm. There's the Jerry, I, I want a, a quarterback controversy. They trade for Trey Lance. There's, we're all talking about how Dak lost the game. Mm-hmm. Really, two years in a row against the same team, if we're being honest. Yeah. However, I'm with Shady on uh, Trey Lance. It was the third-string quarterback in San Francisco where Kyle Shanahan <laughs> moved up in the draft, used three first-round picks and a third-round pick to acquire him. So while I do think that it's, it's sending a message, and maybe it's an expensive message to send with a fourth-round pick, mm-hmm. And they're thinking that maybe if they get them in the system, because we know first-round draft picks get a lot of chances, yes, they do. maybe they're feeling like we, they're confident that they can fix him, fine. But I think two things can be true. I don't think that Trey is necessarily the future because they didn't want to keep him where they drafted him, and they invested an obscene amount of draft capital to bring him in. But I do think that Dak is up against it this year, and this is a year that he's going to have to So deliver. you think it's not Trey Lance, but the pressure's on Dak to ball, and you think it could be another quarterback coming in there? Trey can't start right now. He couldn't no, beat out Brock right Purdy now. I'm or saying Sam Darnold. If Dak stinks it up this year and like, throws a pick to, to lose right. a divisional game, and we don't think it's well, well, Trey Lance, do you think the Cowboys go try to get somebody yes, else? Yes, I think if, if That's Trey, where you're if saying Trey the pressure coming from. Yeah, if Trey doesn't develop this year, which there's, he's not going to see the field unless there's a, a bunch of injuries, 
If he doesn't develop this year, then yes, I think it will be somebody else. And I do think that having Trey at depth in that move is, is sending a message. But he can't play right now. So I don't think it's an immediate message. I don't think James should be right. <laughs> but I think you are. Thank you, sir. Um, and to some degree, Joy, you're, you're airing on that side as well. Here's a dilemma. I, I really, if I, was, if I was choosing off my own wisdom and discernment, I'm riding with Shady all day. Yeah. But the problem is, who are the Dallas Cowboys? Since Troy Aikman, they have not drafted a quarterback in the top 100 of the NFL draft but one time. It was Quincy Carter out of Georgia. Quincy Carter. Since Troy Aikman, 1989, that's before I was born, America. The Dallas Cowboys have not drafted a quarterback in the, in the top 100 outside of Quincy Carter. So what this means is the Cowboys don't like to spend a lot on quarterbacks. They just don't. Tony Romo, free agent. Free agent. Dak Prescott. Fourth round pick. Trey Lance, you utilize a fourth round pick. Mm -hmm. And so if you are the Dallas Cowboys and you're Jerry Jones, Jerry don't like to go out there and spend a lot on quarterbacks. And even Troy Aikman was Jimmy Johnson's pick, mm -hmm. the head coach, not Jerry Jones. Mm -hmm. So to me, the reason that there is pressure on Dak Prescott, the reason that Dak Prescott is playing for his job, though he shouldn't be, because what are we talking about? Turn on the tape on Trey Lance. But the reason that he is is because... Jerry doesn't like to use a lot on his future QBs. And I do think, to James's point, if Dak goes out there and Dak is the reason mm -hmm. that the Cowboys lose, mm -hmm. which he was, yeah. then you might make the same mistake that the Niners made. Yeah. Because keep in mind, Jimmy G was good enough to get the Niners to a Super Bowl. I believe he could have won it. He didn't. So the history says he wasn't good enough to win it. But you tried to replace Jimmy G for Trey Lance, mm -hmm. and he went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. You don't think they can replace Dak for Trey Lance? But that was an unknown Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. That was a we right. can make Trey Lance this raw material into a starting quarterback in the NFL. We've seen Trey Lance. Like, now we know him. Mm -hmm. We know what he is. And, and to Shady's point, he didn't work with Shanahan, who makes everybody work. Correct. So. I just, I'm in between it. I do think that Dak is under a lot of pressure this year, and I do think if they run up against it again this year, and he is once again the reason why they don't move on, then the pressure is going to tick up, and there will be real conversations about moving on from him. But not because of Trey Lance. Like, with Trey, See, Trey couldn't play in San Francisco. And that's my thing. It's like, okay, now, now any good team, right, I get you. If, if Dak goes out there and has the same year he had like last year, I would replace him too, right? But my, my question is, Trey Lance is not the answer. I agree with All you. these other yeah, options, we talk about. I agree with you. My thing is, when y'all speaking on Trey Lance, and I hate to do this, but like, can we be serious here? I, look, you know I'm saying? when I turn the tape on, right? Sure. He does nothing special. At I all. always look at Andrew, he always says, you know, when you build a team up, Shady, you know what I mean? We talk about linemen, because I'm like, yeah. I don't like this lineman, and he's playing, and why's he playing? And he always saying, you won't get, every player won't be special. Yeah. But if you get a player that does something special, you can build on that. Yeah. When I watch Trey Lance, I don't see nothing special. I, and, so for I, you to I say he's going to take over America's team as a quarterback, it's crazy no, I to understand me. what you're saying, and, and you're bringing up Trey Lance because Trey Lance is on the roster. But you the, brought him up. The, I, I didn't bring him up. The question is, is Dak Prescott's job up for grabs. You better believe it. Like Joy said, it could be another quarterback. It's pressure oh, 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 on I'm okay. Dak. Okay, we're on the same page then. You got, you I, get, I thought you said that. You said they drafted no, the player. No. They like, won the play eventually. And, and don't okay. get me wrong. It's truth in joking, right? It, it's truth in joking. Jerry didn't talk to nobody and went up and gave up a fourth-round pick for this. And, yeah, we joking because we're watching the film with our own eyes that Trey sorry and, or Trey can't play the game and he was a – right. 
Jerry Jones, that's a fourth-round pick but the that thing, he gave up for. James, my thought process is, like, it doesn't matter what I think about Trey Lance. doesn't matter what Joy thinks no. about him. doesn't matter what Jay thinks about him. doesn't matter what 2-5 thinks about him. I wouldn't have given up a fourth-round pick for Trey Lance. Exactly. I think, like Shady said, he said it facetiously, but to some degree in seriousness, Trey Lance belongs in a deve- developmental NFL yeah. league. So I wouldn't have given up a fourth-round pick for Trey. But... Jerry Jones did. Exactly. So he sees something in him. If I were the Indianapolis Colts, I probably wouldn't have acquired Carson Wentz after he left Philadelphia, but they did. If I were the Washington Commanders, I sure as heck wouldn't have acquired Carson Wentz after he laid an egg in a must-win game versus the Jacksonville Jaguars to go to playoffs. I I disagree. Yeah, but even that. Go go ahead, Jay. You know, I disagree because I've... I've been in this league long enough to know that, like, coaches, especially coordinators, head coaches, they're they arrogant. Of course. I can change him. Yeah. Right? Hold on. Yeah. But change him on what I've seen. We've mm-hmm. seen Carson right. Wentz play no at a high level. Yeah. Did we not? MVP yeah. level. Correct. So you said, right, you know what? I can get that back out of you again. I agree. Sean Payton goes to Denver. Sure. Uh, Russell Wilson played terrible last year. Yep. But hold up. I see him play at a high level. I get that again. We ain't seen Trey Lance play average yet. To say I'm gonna get that out. What, what I think what they believe be, is what I think they believe. What they, what they believe. Is, Tell me what they, they believe. believe in what they saw in college. I don't believe it. He really played in college. I, I, I agree with you all. I of all of you think Trey <laughs> so Lance you, is worse. You, like okay, of, of, of as bad so as you, you, think you think Trey Lance is. You think they, I think okay. Trey Lance is. Of course. Okay. I wouldn't have given up a fourth round pick yeah. for Trey. Okay. okay. Like I, I've said from two years ago, arguing with Joy and Dave Hellman. Yeah. Like I wouldn't play Trey. Well, like, I've been said Trey should play. But our tone sounds like <laughs> <we're> arguing. <laughs> yeah, <'cause> like, <laughs> when I first heard, I'm like, wait, wait. So we said the pressure because I always said that needs pressure. I mean, like, what's he doing to keep him? But, right. right? Yeah. But then when we start talking about the Trey Lancer, I'm like, hold up. We are we trying to say that he he gonna make a trouble or, or pressure but because? That, of but that's Trey? what I'm saying. We done seen sorry quarterbacks get traded for yes. and play. Yes. The Sam Darnold from the Jets getting yes. traded to the Panthers. Can I, can I Carson chime in? Wentz was garbage with but the Colts. James, let me the, chime in. The let Washington Commanders still said, give us him for $20 million, We can fix it. Here's him. what's fascinating, and I, I couldn't believe I heard this type of honesty from an NFL player. If y'all recall, Taylor Heineke uh, played, I believe, against you uh, in the playoffs. He was a starting quarterback for the yeah, Commanders. Yeah. Washington had acquired Carson Wentz. They asked Taylor Heineke last year in training camp, you know, hey, what do you think your role is this season? He said, well, you see how much money Carson making, right? He going to play. And Heineke was like, it don't matter that I'm better. Yes. Like, this organization, based on how this organization structures things, not every organization, not Pete Carroll's That's organizations, true. but on this organization, Carson Wentz will play. No right. Doubt. And so, to some degree, maybe to James's point, based on the structure of the Dallas Cowboys, if you acquire a cheap Trey Lance, and you know Jerry Jones likes his low-round, cheap quarterbacks, you know he didn't even want to pay Dak. And you got a big-time defense. I could believe. I could believe it. I don't, I don't want to believe it, and I'm not on that side, but I could believe it. But you're probably right, and this is why... We can't really be serious about the competitive nature of, of this team. Like, Trey Lance is not a starting quarterback. He's no. not a backup right quarterback. No. He's the third-string quarterback no. on the team that spent three first-round picks and a third-round pick to get him. Correct. That was there. that they, they, they want him. There's nothing more that San Francisco wants than for him to be the starting quarterback. And they couldn't even make him the backup quarterback. And now he's in Dallas with a fourth-round pick. And that's that, you're probably right. That's yeah, probably well, what they think is going to happen. Well, I'll say this. Who's number 15? Who's number 15? Yeah. I'll speak for Philadelphia when I say this. Philadelphia, <laughs> if number 15's <laughs> on the center, we can't wait. We can't be happy. <laughs> because if he's there, we're going to 
More W's, more wins, more picks, more touchdowns. More life. Uh, and more when we return. Because coming up, are the Jets being overconfident? The coach is already talking about owning the AFC East. We gon' see. Remember, you can check us out every day. Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. I pray start. I pray you right. <laughs> Hey college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Second and short, baby. Second topic of the day. Jets flying high heading into the start of the regular season. They got huge. Huge expectations on how they'll compete in the AFC East. But head coach Robert Sala isn't shying away in revealing just how confident his team is winning their first division title in over two decades. Sala, talk to us, please. The good thing is, yes, we are in a really tough division, but they all got to play us, too. So um, the mindset's always about us. It's about what we can bring, and it's about whether they can stack up with us. Sounds cocky. I get it. But, you know, you can't think of it any other way. You talk about owning the East. You know, and you, you got to win your division games, and the easiest path to the playoffs is to win the division. Yeah, tell him, Robert. Mm. I like the attitude he got. Y'all ain't feeling that? He sounds like a defensive coordinator. I love defensive coordinators. I played linebacker. I love defensive coordinators. They're all rah rah. Hey, they got to play us too. Mm. Offense got to see us too. Hey, LaShawn McCoy, he got to run through us too. <laughs> you know, James Jones, he don't have to come up across the middle. Uh. Hey, they got to see us too. Mm-hmm. But that's not head coach talk. That's why I have an issue with it. Because head coach, I would like him to be much more level-headed, at least publicly. <clears throat> Privately, cuss him out. Man, the Bills suck. Josh Allen, we beat him without you, Aaron Rodgers. But publicly, mm-hmm. let's be a little bit more even kill, a little bit more melancholy. Let's be a little bit more tempered. Yeah, we have a lot of respect for Josh Allen and the Bills and what they've done. Tua Tungavailoa is 8-3 and three as a starter. You know, the Miami Dolphins are a really good football team. You already know, Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches of all time. We got our work cut out for us. But to come out, hey, they got to see us too. Who got to see you? Mm. Who? Who? Yeah. Who? Yeah. So that is why I don't love the overconfidence. 2-5, though, you a confident brother. You a confident Always. brother. You like it? I am like it. I loved it. Listen, if I told you Andy Reid says things like that, would you believe me? Privately? I would believe Would you, you believe it? I would believe it. Yes. He, he does. Yes. He does. I love everything he said. Now, probably not a press conference. I get that. That's why you don't like it. But yeah. I love that, though. Yeah. He's telling us, team, listen, I'm, I'm, I hear the rumors. I hear they're talking about us. Yeah. The, on, on, on hard knocks and all that. Yeah. We got Aaron Rodgers. We're in New York. Everything's bigger. So what? We the hunters. We're not worried about who's coming here. And football, especially on offense, it's always like you're reacting. So, okay, playing the team, they got a great team, we're offense, we're reacting to what they do. Nah, we dictating what it is. And first of all, why wouldn't they be confident? You bring in a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? Which last year, I mean, they had Joy Taylor quarterback, and they almost made the playoffs. They did. Okay. She might be better. You got a top 10 defense, I'm sorry, top five defense. Why not be, why not be confident about that? And then you look on the individuals. Offense for good year, mm-hmm. defense for good year. Cool. Why are you not confident? Yeah. So I love everything you said. Robert Sala, keep doing your thing, brother. 
You know, like Shady say, what are we talking about? What, what are we supposed talking to say? about? <laughs> what are you supposed to say? You, you, come on, man. We got people saying that the Jets should be in the Super Bowl. He has to get up there and say that, man. We know Josh Allen and all the division is tough, but these boys got to come through us. Last time I checked, like Shady said, we got a top five defense. Last time I checked, we've been outplayed by quarterback play since I've gotten here. You know what we got now? We got a Hall of Fame quarterback under center. So I'll put him toe-to-toe against Josh Allen and Tua and all that, right? We have pieces on the offensive side of the ball. This is what he is supposed to say. In private, in public, this team's talks is to go win the whole thing. And it starts with winning the division and getting that home playoff game. This is exactly what he is supposed to say. And his team already know it, so it ain't like it's a surprise to nobody. But what are we talking about, like Shady say, man? This team is... Joy, what are we talking about? What are we talking about, Taylor? I mean, we're talking about winning more than 11 games. Got to. Got to do that. They got to do that. They're going to win a division in if you don't do that. In your tenure with the team, not last, not last year, like totality yeah. of 11 games. Personally, I love it. It's, you'll, you'll get used to this like once a week, maybe more than that, but I, I, won't, get, I won't get too arrogant. Once a week, I'm like super right. It's like yeah. all the stars and planets aligns, and it's like you, we could go back like three or four months and pull a quote, and everyone was like, you crazy, and I get to sit here and tell That's everyone that I was right. Yeah. This, this, that day is today. Okay. Because I said the Jets should be in the Super Bowl conversation. Mm-hmm. They should have Super Bowl expectations, and if they don't get to, at least get to a Super Bowl, it should be considered a failure. That's what it sounds like Robert Sala is saying. 100%. That's what I was saying. And everyone's like, oh, this must not be ridiculous. <laughs> the Jets, they, they never win anything. They, 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 they can't win the division. They can't compete. They don't have winning seasons. They're, they're the laughingstock of the league, right? Now they're talking about winning the division, taking over the East, mm-hmm. getting to a Super Bowl. These are the expectations. Very well. Asking you shall receive. The expectations for the New York Jets this year are make it to a Super Bowl. That's what we should expect. This is what I've been told. I'm following their lead. That's what I said. You don't bring in an Aaron Rodgers. Having the team that you had last year with with me at quarterback, you don't bring in Aaron Rodgers to win a playoff game. You don't bring in Aaron Rodgers to win the division. You bring him in to get to a Super Bowl. So that is the expectation. We have now set the mark. We have heard from Robert Sala. That is what they're talking about behind the scenes. So that's what it is. And, and again, I prefer to be in that situation. I prefer to be in the conversation to compete for a Super Bowl. I want to be hunters. I want to be hunted. I want to be in that role in this league. I don't want to go into the season hoping to make the playoffs, hoping to improve this year. That's not where you want to be. But with great expectations can come great disappointment. But they set the bar. It's interesting because, like, one, I, I, I think you're right. I think Robert Sala is saying the expectation is Super Bowl, 100%. which I believe is a problem. Because like Shady said, like, here, here, let me break it down like this. Shady, I love, how, I love how you broke down the sense of the Jets got offensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Jets got defensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Top five defense. The Bills have an all-pro. Jets got offensive rookie of the year, wide receiver. The Jets got a top five defense. The Bills have a top two defense. The Jets got good edge rushers. Mm-hmm. The Bills have a first ballot Hall of Famer edge rusher the Jets are good the Bills are great if you just look at those two teams comparatively I'm leaving out the Chiefs and all these other teams so what I'm saying is the Jets the Bills are looking at the Jets like anything you can do I can do better 
And y'all know how it goes in high school. I assume everybody here competed in track and field at some level. You I have ain't to. do no track. Oh, well, you should have. Uh, <laughs> how do you get out of that? Yeah. I ain't do no track. Don't race people. We got race people on my block. <laughs> okay, let me put it like this, Shady. I'll break it down for you since you did. And obviously, I know that Joy did. You got to go to district. Then after district, you got to go to regionals. Yeah, then okay. after regionals, you got to go to nationals. You know what it is. In district, you look real good. You beating everybody in your district, Joy. You know what time it is. Mm -hmm. Then you go to regionals, like, okay, I see you. Okay, okay. <laughs> but by the time you got to nationals, you're like, where did they come from? And that is what I think the Jets are looking like. Because in the district, oh, yeah, we look good. We look good. We look good. Wait till they get to nationals. Wait till they see the nation. Wait till they see the Bills. Wait till they see the Dolphins. Wait till they see the Chiefs. Wait till they see the Bengals. Wait till they see the, the Jags. Then I think they will be humbled as they should be right now. So it's districts, real quick. Is districts like the division rounds? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes a good point. I don't know about the Bills being great, but I like, I like the Bills. Yeah, I, I think they're really, really good. Great. I will say this, though. How about this? Last year, we competed, right? We competed with each other. It was a great back and forth. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have our star sprinter. That is true. Right? That is true. I okay. see where you're going. Holla I see me. where you're going. You know what I'm putting down? I see where you're going. So, so, so I, now, right, we had, a, we had a great battle last year without our star runner. Mm -hmm. Now we get it. Now we got our star runner. So now it's like, what's up, bro? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> so all, I, I feel like now it's an even matchup. I truly I, I believe that because I think Miles is a good coach, but I think Sean McDermott is probably a better coach. Yeah. Right? I, I think Josh Allen is... I think he's a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers right now today. Not the career, but today. So it's a great matchup. It is a great matchup. I just think that overall, the Jets are a really, really good team. And they we are. forgot to talk about the running backs for That's the Jets. You're right. Well, we will talk more shortly because the Bills, just how good or bad are they? I do think they're great in comparison to the Jets, but are they great in totality? Ooh. Or have they fallen short and out of the AFC elite? That's next on Speak. If you walk away, you better run back. Money 17. The Bills have a top two defense last. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's third and long. We got to go to distance on this topic. Bills, they were once Super Bowl favorites, and by once, I mean literally last year. But they have yet to make it past an AFC Championship game in the Josh Allen era. After another disappointing exit last season, many are starting to question if they will ever get the job done. Joy, you have had very fascinating takes on the Bills. Last year, you were amongst others, like myself, who thought they'd win the Super Bowl, Josh Allen win the MVP. We were both wrong. It happens. Are the Bills, though, still among the AFC elite? Yes, they are. I'm telling you what's happening right now. The Bills have made us liars for a few years in a row, mm -hmm. and we're upset with them. Better. You know, when you vouch for somebody and they disappoint you, you take it personally, even though you shouldn't. 
Because how they treated you is how they treated you. They just didn't act like that was somebody else. Now it's your problem. You got to explain why you put me on with them. Da, 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 da. That's all that's happening with the Bills. We have Bills fatigue. That's what's happening. I've picked Josh Allen to win the MVP multiple times. Multiple times I have been wrong. We've picked them to get to the Super Bowl. Multiple times we've been wrong. The Bills, the last four seasons, are 47 and 18. They are the second best in the NFL, only behind the Chiefs. They are one of two teams to make the playoffs in each of the last four seasons, and also one of two teams to win 10-plus games in the last four seasons. They are absolutely among the AFC elite. I know there are holes that we can poke in this roster. We're a little concerned about Diggs and Allen. Are they ever going to get over the hump? At least they're on the hump to get over. Right. There's teams that we haven't seen anywhere near the playoffs, so we're talking about Super Bowl contenders. We just talked about them in the last block. Yeah. But teams that are coached by a, a coach that have won 11 games in this league as a head coach, we don't know what this team's going to look like, and we're more confident in the Jets than we are in the Bills. Mm. I'm just saying I understand that the doors are wide open and everyone is jumping off the bandwagon very quickly because mm. it looks like a train that's running off the tracks. Yeah. I'm just going to pause because yeah. it feels a bit early to me. I know, I know it seems scary. But if the Bills won the Super Bowl this year, would anyone be surprised? No. I won't be surprised. Right. I would say that they were amongst the AFC elite. They were. Like all those stats that Joy read off, I agree with them. All those historical figures, those historical numbers, they are great. And again, like last year, I picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl. I picked Josh Allen to win MVP. Reason I am saying were is because how are we going to define elite, y'all? It's only 16 teams in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I think the Bengals and the Chiefs are elite. Mm. But I think the Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Jags, the Chargers, the Ravens, the Browns. I mean, I just named seven. Plus the other two we already talking about in the Bengals and the Chiefs. That's nine. Everybody can't be elite. Mm. 60% of the AFC can't be elite. Mm. Like, we put the Bills in the same category as the Ravens. So you're saying no playoffs for the Bills? No, what I'm oh. saying is they are in the same hodgepodge to me as the Dolphins. Not elite, that's good. They're good. Solid. They're good. Solid. Last year, yeah. when I was picking them to win the Super Bowl, elite. Yeah. Last year, I would have said, man, the Bills can beat the Chiefs, man. Remember what happened the year before? Because last year, remember. Remember what happened the year before? Yeah. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, 13 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Last year, I would have said, man, the Bills can beat the Bengals. Y'all remember what happened in the playoffs? Yeah. Bengals. Like, but this year, how can I call them elite? The Bengals been to two AFC Championship games consecutively. The Chiefs been to two, five AFC Championship games consecutively. So those two teams, in my mind, elite. But I can't continue to put the Bills up there 2-5 when I am watching them regress towards the pack yeah. and the pack catch up to them. Well, you don't have to do that. I'll do it for you. Do it for me, big I, dog. I think when I look at the Bills, they're a really, really good team. And they're on the AFC where it's a, a deep conference for sure, but they're, they're uh, uh, among the elite. I think we put up there the Chiefs. They're yep. number one. Boop, boop. Up there, right? Kings. Mm-hmm. And then I think it goes Bengals. down to the Bengals. Yep, yep, yep. And the Bills. Mm-hmm. They're right there. Fair. If I told That's... you that the Bills had the number two offense last year, and number two defense last year. Mm. Did you believe that? I have to. I have no choice. And Those, are facts. Those are facts. So my thing is this. Like, okay, one thing about the Bills, they got to be better in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But the regular season, they hold that thing down. They hold mm-hmm. it down. That's they, true. They've been up there. They beat, yeah. they beat the, uh, the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They went up there to the air and beat them. So That's true. They can win these games. I just think that they're coached very, very well. I think they have to do a lot better in the playoffs. They have a guy like Josh Allen. Oof. You know what teams would do to get a guy <laughs> like Josh Allen? That's why you see these type of quarterbacks like Trey Lance get dropped so high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't forget, Josh Allen came from Wyoming. I remember when he got that, I said, Josh, man, what, y'all play football down there? What, is, what are y'all doing down there? Y'all pushing over the cows? Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> right? And Blair, then I watch I mean, his tape. I'm like, wow, he's a good player. So they have everything they need. The pass rushers, Hall of Famers with, with, with Von Miller. Yep, yep, yep. The coaching. They got to do better in the playoffs. So for me, why is the Chiefs up there? 
One. You know why they up there. No, why? Who, Won a couple Super Bowls, Patrick Mahomes. But I'm saying as a team, why are they up there? Because of who? Andy Mahomes. Lee. Okay. Yeah. The Bengals, why are they up there? Joe Burrow. Oh, uh, why did you say the Browns? Uh, Deshaun. Uh-huh. Ra- Ravens, why? Lamar. All right, so okay. when you are a top team in the AFC, that means you have a superstar at the quarterback spot. Yes, sir, I'm and listening. that is what Buffalo has. I'm listening. Right? Since Do they? Since he's he said it. I argue he with said you. It. I, I respect Josh Allen, but they have a superstar at the quarterback spot, right? Two or five. That's, now. A, that's a separate argument. Yeah, that's a separate argument. Two or five. Two or five. Uh, what's today's now. date? Two or five. What's August 31st. <laughs> August 31st. August 31st. You acted like I'm saying, Josh. I'm sorry. I'm on Josh. Make him sign. Make him sign. Make him sign. Did you say it? Hold on. You said it. I signed it because I'm a Josh fan, but you know. He's a Josh fan, argue. too? Here we go. I'm not now. a notary, but I'm a doctor, yes. so. Now listen. <laughs> now listen. Yeah. Right? They have a superstar at the quarterback spot. Now, since Josh Allen has come into the National Football League, he has led the league in, takeaway, I mean, in turnovers, right? Mm. And they still win. Mm. Do you understand? They're still up there. They're still the number two team, number three team, whatever it may be, in the AFC. Nothing changes, right? And I think everything that happens in the off-seasons with Diggs, with the Buffalo Bills, everything that's been going on, right? We kind of like, ooh, they, hey, they in trouble. It's Cancer's in the locker room, all of that. But the one equalizer to winning and every team really winning and sure. why we put those teams up there in the top of the AFC is strictly because of the quarterback. And they quarterback plays at a high level. My thought, though, Joy, is this. It's like, when you say elite, the reason we put the Bengals and the Chiefs up there is because they have proven to get to a Super Bowl in multiple Super Bowls. And so the reason I'm saying that they are elite, if you will, is because the Bills were elite, but have gotten worse. Okay, I agree. Worse where? First off, at linebacker. We already know they got worse linebacker. They lost Edmonds. Edmonds went to the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, at safety, they've gotten older. And so now that both of your safeties are older, I can't say that they're getting get better. You starting safety back. You do get Mike Hyde back. Hopefully he plays. He's obviously he had a neck injury. I pray he plays. He's one of the best players. Jordan Poyer has gotten worse. Uh, he's gotten older. JP, you my dog. Von Miller, he's starting the season on PUP. We already know he's getting older and has been already old. You lost your defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier. Leslie Frazier, the last two years, coordinated the number one defense in football, like Joy said, the number two defense in football. Offensively, you drafted a first-round pick at tight end, but he can only play max 70 75% of the snaps. He's not even the best tight end on the roster because you know Dalton Knox go crazy. Yeah. And so when I think about the Bills team, they have gotten worse. It may not be exponentially, but to some degree. That, I think I can make a fair argument for that. Jets got better. I don't need to tell you why and how. The Dolphins got better. Again, I shouldn't need to tell you why and how. Y'all know football at home. The Chargers, obviously, they got better. Plus, Rashawn Slater, he'll be healthy, number one pick wide receiver. I don't need to tell you why and how. The Ravens, they got better. Again, I I don't need to tell you all why and how. So when I'm thinking about all the competition for the Bills, they have gotten better. The Browns, they've gotten better. Deshaun Watson, obviously. Whereas the Bills didn't get better. So if they were elite and they've gotten worse, it may just be marginally. I'm not going to sit here and debate that. If they've gotten worse, but all these other teams have gotten exponentially better, mm. I can't call them a lead any longer. However, they've gotten better on paper. Who? We don't know what oh, yeah, the yeah, Jets yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. The we teams. don't know. We know what Aaron was last year. Mm-hmm. If he brings that exact play this year, even with all the talent, and it still looks the exact same, which is entirely possible, how's that going to look? It's an unknown. We know that the Ravens brought in some pieces, but we don't know what they look like. Right. The Bengals lost significant pieces on defense. defense yeah. Herbert and the Chargers have never won a playoff game. Lamar Jackson is, is one and three in the playoffs, if I'm correct? Yeah, maybe one and four. Yeah, yeah, one and three. The Dolphins don't know if two is going to be able to stay healthy all season. So we can play this marginal, like, uh, did we get better, did we not? All I know is what the Browns have been for the last few years. I mean, I'm sorry, the Bills have been for the last few years. And that's 
excellent. They made it to an AFC championship game. Mm-hmm. The Ravens haven't made it to an AFC championship game. Right. The Jets haven't been in the playoffs in right. how long? So it's, a lot of this is weighing what teams have done to improve this year, what they look like on paper, and what they've been. Like you so, said, so if I'm going to lean towards, if I'm going to put my faith in anything, again, I, I, I walk by sight, yeah. right? Like, I know what Josh Allen and the Bills are capable of, and that is making it to an AFC championship game. And that is being consistent every single year. That is winning the division. We want to talk about owning the East. The Bills own the East. And until somebody comes in there and takes that, I'll believe it when I see it. And for me, for me, it's we all know that we can look at somebody's roster and say we, we looked at the Jets. We say they might need another receiver. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we can look at rosters and say they might need this. They might need that. They might need that. Superstar quarterbacks cover up a lot of that they stuff. They do, absolutely. And that is one absolutely. of the main reasons why the Bills are, what are they, 48 and 18, you said? 47 and 18. Right? Even with him turning the Correct. ball over as much as he does, he covers up a lot of that stuff. That doesn't change. So with that being said, with 17 still being there, they're going to be amongst yeah. elite, the elite it's, in the AFC. It's, it's funny because I, um, I ran to Ken Dorsey, the uh, coordinator. Yep. Right? We'll I was talking about this. How can they be even a, a, a better offense? Which they've been very, very good. Mm-hmm. And um, – and, I was trying to hint to the, the turnovers from Josh. You know, that's my guy, so I didn't want to say that. Yeah. But he kind of picked up what I was saying, and he was like, hey, man, James Cook, running back there, I right? I was about to say, James Jones was right about J- the turnover. <laughs> <laughs> James Cook showed flashes last year, right? Like, oh, he looked pretty good. I didn't know he was going to be this good. I seen him train. I didn't like some of the things I did, but he was solid. He looked good on tape. He said, now, next year, he's going to get the ball even more in the pass game and in the running game. And when you do things like that, it takes the pressure off of, Josh Allen have to create. Correct. Right. Damn, we can't run the ball. I got to make some happen. Turnover, pick, fumble, whatever it may be. You look at um, um, Stephon Diggs, yeah. right? Phenomenal wide receiver. We got players like that. You got to force them the ball because if you look around that office, there's not a lot of other options. Sure. Justin Knox is, uh, Dustin Knox is a, is a solid tight end. Yeah, he's, he's nice. great at what he does, but you need more of that. Yeah. I think Could now you have a good tight end, right? Two tight ends now that drafted one. Mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs. And then you go to the backfield with Cooks. Yeah. Running the ball and catching the ball and all that, it takes pressure off of Josh Allen. So I do think that offense will they kind of will take some of the turnovers away because they're utilizing the running back a little bit more. Here's my thought. Joy, you asked a question roughly 10 minutes ago. Like, would we be surprised if the Bills went to the Super Bowl? We all said no. Yeah. But simultaneously, I also wouldn't be surprised if the Bills lost in the divisional round, if the Bills no, lost in the wild card round. over the last couple of years. And so it's like, when I think about elite, right, NFC elite, I would say Eagles. Mm-hmm. AFC, you know what I mean? Because, like, I, it's hard. Man, what? I didn't even hear you, bro. You said it so uh, fast. Uh, one more time. One more again. One more again. You're annoying. <laughs> An- annoying. Wait. You said the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if, I, if I wouldn't be surprised if a team were to lose in the divisional round or if a team were to lose in the wild card round, to me, that's where I'm like, how can I believe that they're elite? If I wouldn't be surprised. Well, then, if, I mean, we're just arguing about elite. Then there's only, then there's just there's not a lot of elite. Uh, yes, yeah. there's not. No, okay. it's not. So there's, yeah. there's like really two teams. Two, three teams in my mind that are elite. You know what I mean? Like, okay. So it's, I'll give you the Bengals because they were just in the Super Bowl. Correct. And the Chiefs, and then the Eagles. All right. The so Eagles. then we don't need to talk about anybody else. But if we're talking about teams that are actually competing for Super Bowl contention or in Super Bowl contention so in the conversation, the Niners are elite. At, at, I would. I don't want to argue with her. Oh. I don't. We only have 50 seconds, so I got to go to commercial. I mean, we. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What did you say about the quarterback position? Yeah, you know the quarterback. But I'm just saying, Niners is built the right way too, though. I didn't, they're I didn't, great. They're a great roster. I didn't want to see James. See what you did. Excuse you. I was trying to avoid doing that. You brought this up. I was trying to avoid this up. Jordan, relative. You brought this up. So let's say, okay. Let me hold on. Hold on. So if if the Bills, not the Bills, the Bengals, if they didn't go to an AFC conference game, right? Would you be surprised? I'd be surprised if they lost in the wild card. 
Yeah, I mean, I might be surprised if they're even in it. I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Okay. Think about it. Whenever Joe Burrow's healthy, big dog, they're AFC Championship games. Two-year sample size. It's, some, it's some good teams, though. So if the Chiefs, we all feel the like Chiefs are up here, which mm-hmm. I do. But if they lost in the AFC Championship game, would you be surprised? Because the AFC is so loaded. No, no but I would be No, so this is football. No. I said, like, I put it like this. LaShawn McCoy, you were an elite running back. Okay. I would be surprised if you didn't finish top five in rushing whenever any, a season happened. Sure, Adrian Peterson and Franco. Man, that's, but I would be, man, that's, that's light. I'm just saying. That's my point. No, no, no. But, but think about it. How many running backs but are this, there? This is, it's a team thing, though. It's a team thing. But, so, like, like if, if the Chiefs didn't go, if it was AFC Championship and they lost, like, I won't be surprised. It's hard as hell. AFC Championship, yeah. I'm with you. A thousand percent. But that's why I said divisional. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're elite, but and again, maybe it's the man. It, 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 it's, Correct. yes, we're arguing over elite. I think that the Bills are still a great team. And I think they're still positioned to go to and compete for a I Super agree. Bowl. It's and a, none of us would be surprised if they were there this year. And the reason that I still put them in that category is consistency matters for me. It's easier for me to believe that a team that has just been right there, just right there, right there, right, so cooking close. every single year, so close, would then take the jump than it is for me to imagine a team that hasn't, hasn't had any culture, hasn't had anything that's that, that, uh, for the last 10 years to be excited about, to bring in pieces and immediately think that it's going to work. Where do you factor in? Forget what in, you're talking about. Talk to me. 48 and 18, that's elite. Yeah, 47. Of course, of course. Like, that that, that, that the, is if, elite. But if the question was, the Bills the last three years, have they been elite? Duh. Second only to the Chiefs. But why? That's just not because I, I am, I guess, forecasting. Joy is right. Right now, we're doing everything on paper. We have no choice. I'm sorry, America. No I don't dictate when but, the NFL starts. But, I have no choice but to look on paper. But and why forecast. does that change, though? And I will tell They're 48 and 18, or 47 and 18, whatever it is, because of 17. But, so why does that change? Here's down to. The, the only yeah, write that down. <laughs> the only reason is like. I can tell you, whether you listen to me or not, I cannot get But you can make <laughs> the same arguments. But you can make the same arguments to take apart all these teams that we're doing on paper as well. But the, for me, it's like this. The Dolphins and the Bills last year were doop-doop. Dolphins beat the Bills. Bills beat the Dolphins. Playoffs. Bills beat the Dolphins barely without Tua. I believe the Dolphins got better at defensive coordinator. Obviously, Vic Banjo, one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. I like it. I believe the Bills got worse at defensive coordinator. Lost Leslie Frazier, one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. Sam McDermott. Sam McDermott, though. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. McDermott's supposed to be calling plays this year. When I look at, like, how the Bills improved offensively, I'm like, ah, I don't necessarily but if you're, see it. But defensively, it's all, like, it. it's all relative. If they stayed the same... Okay. As they were yes. last year. Great question. So if the Bills stay the same, but I think because the Because every other team had losses and additions as well. And some of them will be great and some of them won't matter at all. Great. So I think, I guess my thesis statement is the Bills net negative. Barely, but they netted negative this offseason. I think the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Chargers, the Jets, the Browns, I think they netted positive. That's, that's really what it comes down to. Are you taking any of those quarterbacks over Josh Allen? What you thinking about? Don't think about this. <laughs> I would say maybe Lamar. No, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying because at yeah. the end of the day, comes that, down, is yep. the, that is the equal. Won't argue with you. And I that's why they win. And you're not saying none of them quarterbacks over Josh, right? Huh? What you <laughs> you're not saying none of them quarterbacks over Josh, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> when James says, huh, he heard you, <laughs> but he don't want to answer. All right, coming up, we phrase the Bills, but now what is our biggest concern headed into the season? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Is it Mike McCarthy? Is it Russell Wilson? Are we concerned about your favorite player and your favorite team? That is next on Speed, huh? Harper hits one in the air, left back, it goes! Harper, the swing of his life! 
MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Time for a pick six. Okay, we are getting closer to the start of the regular season, literally just seven days away. I know you can't wait because I can't wait. So here's the question. What are we most concerned about as the season draws near? I'm going to give you the six teams, the six players, the six storylines that I am most concerned about heading into the regular season. At number six, rookie, number fourth, overall pick Anthony Richardson of the Indianapolis Colts. Now, I'm concerned because I'm concerned about his psyche. He's going to start. They said he has to start. Drafted that high, you got to play. But how well will he play? And if he plays bad, how much will it matter? And number five, Mike McCarthy taking over his play calling. See, I'm concerned because to whom much is given, much is required. You said Kellen Moore wasn't doing a good enough job. You said you, Mike McCarthy, want to take over. We'll take over then. We're going to see. But if you don't take over properly, you might get the boot. At number four, Ron Rivera. See, when I think about Ron Rivera, he might be the first coach fired. Eric Bieniemy. Former Chiefs offensive coordinator. He's won two Super Bowls. He's the OC now in Washington. You better believe they will look to replace you, Ron Rivera, if you don't take over. And you're starting a second-year quarterback in Sam Howe? Come on now, Ron. I'm concerned. At number three, Joy talked about it earlier, the Jets' chemistry. Aaron Rodgers, he's there now. Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, they're there now. Mekhi Becton, he's going to start at right tackle after being hurt all last year. You brought in Dalvin Cook. What's the chemistry going to be like? The names sound great. On paper, it looks great. But what's the chemistry going to be like at number two? Russell Wilson. If you ain't concerned about Russell Wilson, then you're not concerned about American sports. You're definitely not concerned about the National Football League. Everyone should be concerned about Russell Wilson. After how bad it was last year, can he turn it all the way around? And my biggest concern, probably because it's most important. See, this concern in my mind, it may dictate the Super Bowl champion this year. My biggest concern... The Baltimore Ravens cohesion. First round pick Zay Flowers. Acquire Odell Beckham. Acquire Nelson Aguilar. New offensive coordinator out of college in Todd Munkin. If the Ravens click on all cylinders, they will be soaring to a Super Bowl. But it could drastically, and I mean drastically, fall apart. James Jones, you are very dialed in with the Ravens. You are well connected to that organization. So I want to start with you. How confident are you that the New Look Ravens, you know, that offense yeah. takes the next step? You confident in them? I'm very confident, and the reason why I'm very confident in them is they're going to spread people out. They're not going to be in jumbo formations with full backs and, and, you know, three tight ends and all that, right, from what the offensive coordinator's been saying out there, from what we've been seeing at training camp, right? They're going to spread this thing out, and they are going to put the ball in Lamar Action Jackson's hands, right? So, with that being said, it's certain things you could do to Lamar. And one thing you can't do to him is play man-to-man. Mm-hmm. Because if you do play man-to-man, and if he come out of that thing running, it's a wrap, you ain't going to be able to catch him 30 yards down the football field, right? So you are going to have to play zone coverage, right? 
Right now, you can find people outside of Walmart greeting people that could get open and zone coverage. But you just have the best athletes in the world out there and Zay and Odell and Nelson Aguilar and, and the tight end. Uh, what's, what's my man's name? Mark, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews uh, Rashad Bateman. You have everything you want to succeed. And you are going to see a lot of zone coverage. Lamar Jackson's going to get the ball out of his hands. I think this Ravens offense, everybody should be excited about this Ravens offense with what they have. I'm confident in Lamar Jackson. Not Odell? I'm confident that Odell will do a great job in the role that he should be in. Mark Andrews? I'm confident Mark Andrews <laughs> is going to be what Mark Andrews is. I don't know that we've ever spent this much time talking about an offensive coordinator before. Mm. What are we so worried about? Lamar Jackson is great. We just talked about how much court, great quarterback play covers up mistakes. I don't know if it's going to be perfect right away. I don't know what this is going to look like. I know we keep saying these first four first-round wide receivers – Odell was drafted in 2014. Mm -hmm. Nelson, 2015. Mm -hmm. I was still living in Miami then. <laughs> okay, like this is, we have to see how this is all going to work. I think it will work, and I think it will work because of Lamar Jackson. Because Lamar is that great. I'm not concerned about what this offense is going to look like. Anytime things have gotten weird with, with the Ravens, and there's, there's been times where it's like, all right, Lamar, go win the game. Mm -hmm. go, go figure this out. We, we sure. put you in this position. Go be a superstar. And he does what? What does he do, Shady? Win Wins. So I'm Wins. not concerned about this. I don't, I, again, I don't know that we've ever been so concerned about an offensive coordinator change before. I think it's just highlighted because he asked for this. So it's going to feel like if it doesn't work, it was a mistake. And I think we'll be very premature in that as well. Yeah. I think the Ravens will be fine. They did bring in a lot of new weapons. It might take a little bit of time to get, for everyone to get on the same page when it's live games and not preseason. But Odell was extremely effective with the Rams because they used Odell in the correct way that they hope that the Ravens use him as well. He doesn't need to be the number one target. He's not a volume guy. He's a big play receiver in specific moments. Spread it out to the young guys. And then I think Lamar will do what he always does. Yeah, I'm super, super excited and very, very confident with this new offense. I think we always ask the question of, not me, but people, can Lamar throw the ball, right? Yeah. And the last time he threw for over 400 um, passes... He led the league in touchdown passes, mm -hmm. and he was unanimous MVP. That's the truth. That's what it is. Yeah, so the truth. I love to see Lamar Jackson in this light of throwing the ball. Now, we know all know he can run. It's time to let that thing loose. Yeah, you, you get a guy, a speedster like Zay Flowers, who, by the way, I've, I've had my shady uh, resources, and they told shady me that, sources? that the sources is like, yo, Man. this kid is the real deal. He's flying past everybody. Nobody can guard him. Yeah. You add Odell Beckham. We all know what he can do. Now, hopefully, he's going to be healthy. Knock on wood. But Odell is one of the most electrifying players when he's healthy. Yep. And then you add in Rashad Bateman, who we, last year we see some flashes of him taking it to the crib. If, if he stays right? here. If he stays Come on. So, so they have players. And then Mark Andrews is probably the best player in the room. You keep him in there. So I'm super excited about this, this new offense. I just hope they let Lamar Jackson be Lamar Jackson and let it loose. I hope, I hope both emotions are allowed. I am excited, obviously. I'm definitely concerned as well. Because it's fascinating, Shady, you said something interesting. I hope they let Lamar Jackson be Lamar Jackson. They brought in an offensive coordinator to not let Lamar Jackson be the Lamar Jackson that we've seen. They want this Lamar Jackson to be different. Like the Lamar Jackson that is Lamar Jackson is a Lamar Jackson that's rushing for 1,200 yards a season. It's a Lamar Jackson that is throwing for 3,100 yards and rushing for 1,200. What did Lamar say out of his own words? It may have been hyperbole, but he yeah. said it nonetheless. Six I want to throw for 6,000. That's not Lamar Jackson. Not at any level. So this Lamar Jackson is supposed to be a new and improved Lamar Jackson. It's supposed to be a much more NFL quarterback refined Lamar Jackson. So the reason I am excited 
but I'm also concerned is because this Lamar Jackson, hopefully we haven't seen. Because if we've seen this Lamar Jackson, then to some degree that's actually a problem. I'll, I'll say this, so. especially with the, the, the scrambling quarterbacks, right? I had the luxury of playing with Tyrod Taylor and Michael Vick. When we had Michael Vick, his, we had Donald McNabb, he was a starter, and then they were bringing Mike to do, like, quarterback-driven runs, right? Mm-hmm. And that worked out. But the best Michael Vick is when he's running when he's not supposed to. Correct. Right? Or they're not thinking he's, he's, he's running. Correct. He's passing, passing. Oh, everybody's covered. Mm-hmm. There's some running. lanes. I'm going. Where being in that Greg Roman's offense with, with the Ravens yeah. and the previous stuff with Lamar Jackson, stacked. it's a whole bunch of box stacks where yeah. they know we're running, all Correct. these 300-pound linemen and 300-pound fullbacks blocking for me, where now you take them out Correct. and you spread them out. So if there's a spy or whatever it is, I can actually run or I can throw the ball deep. And I think that having Lamar Jackson, the ability to run and pass when he wants to is way different Just from making it Just have a more balanced offense. Mm-hmm. And, and with running quarterbacks, particularly one that runs as much as Lamar Jackson does, yeah. As he gets older, you want to create offenses and, and, and tinker with the balance of the offense to protect him as well. Shady's right. I, will, I do want to see Lamar be Lamar. Yeah. When Lamar can really be Lamar. It can't be every time that it has to be Lamar and everything is designed right. run plays. Yeah. I, I like the idea that they're going to spread it out. Again, I want to see how it looks because we're doing a lot of this on paper. Mm-hmm. But I'm not concerned about what it's going to look like because at the end of the day, even if it doesn't work, and you got to go back to Lamar being what we've already seen. That's a winner. That's a winner. He going to win. So I'll take it. Uh, he going to win. For me, um, one thing that keeps sticking with me, you said you're concerned, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't know what Lamar we're, we're going to get. Correct. So what, what concerns you? Like, do you not think he can throw the ball? Do you not think this offense fits him? I, on the spot. Concerns you. I don't think both things can be true. You all have both excellently said, well, Lamar Jackson with the Greg Roman offense, the box was stacked. I play defense. If the box is stacked, as we all know, you all know, everybody knows, it's tough to run. It's much easier to pass. Mm -hmm. So now if the box is not going to be stacked, it will be easier to run and tougher to pass. So my thing is both things cannot be true. Lamar Jackson cannot both see lighter boxes and it be easier to pass. So my concern is since the picture will look completely differently this year, they're not going to come out in a lot of 21 personnel, two uh, running backs, one tight end. They're not going to come out with these heavy pictures. My concern is... Now Lamar's left hand is going to be highlighted. He might be able to play left, figuratively speaking, in the sense that Lamar, to me, is the best runner at the quarterback position we've ever seen in the history of the National Football League. I agree. I don't believe he's the best thrower at the quarterback position we've ever seen. So when Greg Roman was there, we said, hey, Lamar, this is what you do better than everybody we've ever seen, and we're going to let you do it best. Now we're saying, hey, Lamar, this is what you do really good. Now we're going to let you do it best. But, That's my but, only But when concern. you watch Lamar Jackson at Louisville coming from college, he wasn't in Greg Roman's offense. No, he wasn't in jumbo. He was in spread offense, throwing the ball. And like Shady said, when I got an opportunity to find one of these lanes, I am out of here. Out of there. That's the same thing that they are trying to put him in in Baltimore. Yeah. So, so what will change? Mm. You, our linebacker on the show, put your defensive coordinator cap on. How are you Boop. playing Lamar Jackson, because you know you can't play a man. Yeah. So how are you playing Lamar Jackson? Mm. You're right. I mean, you're sitting in zone coverage. Uh-huh. All eyes are on Lamar Jackson. <laughs> you got two high safeties for the most yeah. part. And I'm really saying I want you to run. That's it, what I'm exactly. saying. Now. I'm so, daring you to so run. So for me, right, and they do that to very go well. out and get this offensive coordinator yeah. and the weapons that you have, if Lamar Jackson cannot beat zone coverage, once again, like Shady says, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. You, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah. Lamar Jackson brings so much that you have to play him a certain way that if you spread people out, hey, 
Even your edge rushers, don't fly up the field too much. <laughs> because if he get up out here, it's, it's a wrap. You know, it's so many things that Lamar Jackson brings that it's going to be tough to cover these. Well, guys. from one quarterback to another, when we return, we have to talk about the headlines that were made this week. We were all, to some degree, shocked when Trey Lance joined the Dallas Cowboys. But should Dak Prescott read it all into the Trey Lance trade? Is it a threat to the Cowboys star quarterback's future? That's next on Speak. Hey, college football fans, this is R.J. Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games, the theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We are in overtime. We got to go a little bit longer on this topic as we revisit the drama in Dallas. Well, you could call it that. Dak Prescott, he expressed more feelings about former Cowboy backup Will Greer leaving than he did about the arrival of first-round pick Trey Lance. Now, remember, Jerry Jones, owner, acting general manager, he did not consult with the Cowboys starting quarterback before the decision to trade the fourth-round pick was made. Okay, I'm tired of reading from prompter, so can you bring us on camera? Uh, bring us on camera. That's way too much. The context is very simple. Cowboys acquired Trey Lance from the San Francisco 49ers. They didn't tell Dak Prescott. They didn't tell head coach Mike McCarthy. Dak is acting as though he's not necessarily reading too much into it. He thinks that we, America, are reading way too much into it. But, Shady, should Dak be reading into the acquisition of Trey Lance? You know what? I'm going to say no. I, I, I finally agree with Dak Prescott, right? Mm. Why should he? I can see if they, they got somebody that's a good player, or, man, he might threaten to get my job. But Trey Lance is a guy that the Niners trade all these picks, three of them, three first-rounders are getting, and they're getting. They don't want him. They're getting for a fourth-round draft pick. And when you watch Trey Lance play, see, this is my thing about when, when people get trades or they pick up for agency players. Yep. I'll go watch them. Oh, so Eagles, they want to take this running back? Cool. Let's watch him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he can't play. I ain't worried about that. That's how Doc's thinking. Trey Lance can't play. If I'm a quarterback and you bring him behind me, oh, I got, I got cushion. Yeah. This, I, I threw two picks. I'm cool. Yeah. He trade warming up. I'm cool. Yeah. There's nothing to be. There's no pressure. So I, I truly believe that Dak. He's not. He's not pressured by this. And maybe the, the media is making a bigger thing about it. I think it's more of respect. That's my only issue. It's more of respect. If I'm the franchise quarterback and you want to bring a quarterback in, let me know. If I'm the head coach of this great franchise. You bring in the quarterback, let me know. That's the, the respect part that wasn't there for me. But as far as I worry about if Trey Lance will take his job, it's absolutely not. I don't think this is about Trey Lance. I just think this is about Dak Prescott. Okay. Dak Prescott, if you do not play well and your team loses and you are the reason they lost, you should be worried about your job. I don't care who is behind you, right? Everybody is pointing at the interceptions that he threw last year, the key one that he threw against the San Francisco 49ers in the playoffs, right? If he does not go out there and play well, absolutely. No more guaranteed money after this season. He should be worried about his job. And listen, I know everybody's saying Trey Lance can't play. But when we came in as young rookies and you don't know no better and they draft you in the second, third round maybe, the veterans look at you like, ooh, the young pup, he... You know what I mean? I got, I got to get my stuff together because the young pub, you mm-hmm. know, they drafted him. He could possibly take my job, right? right? But as a rookie, we just head down, got to make plays, trying to learn to play. You don't really know that. Once you become a veteran, when I, be, when I became second-year player, they drafted Jordy Nelson. I'm not worried about Jordy because I'm the, you know, but I'm like, ooh, once he start making a couple plays, ooh, Jordy's behind. He's second round. <laughs> the, the, next, the next year, hold that's on. The, thing. the next year, they draft Randall Cobb. We got receivers that's balling. It's not like we ain't balling, but it's like, huh. Mess up if you want to. 
You know, like, th- that's what it is. Right? That happens. So for you to give up a fourth-round pick is like, hey, yeah, ain't, ain't no worries right now. Throw three picks in one game, train come, coming in the game. But if you do not win, and it's because of you, right, it might not be Trey, but it's going to be somebody else. It is pressure but, but, on r- Dak real Prescott. Quick, I just want to answer this, because I, I do agree, I agree with that part about young dudes coming in. Yeah. But when you – it's that look, though, like, like, like Jordy Nelson – I'm sure he had some plays. Oh, let me get my game up because he made some catches. He made some plays. He made some routes. Trey don't give you that. But, but Trey ain't give you none of that. But what I'm saying is it's, it's new place. It's new team. They ain't watched no practices. They ain't watched him be bad in San Francisco. If he comes in there and they like, this kid is looking like a first rounder, yeah, look bro. at him. Pro- like, it's going to be some stuff like that. I, I don't Taylor. think that Dak should read into it, but I think you and me. Absolutely should. <laughs> Dak shouldn't. Dak ain't worried about what's behind him. He can't be. Lock in, do your job. Yes, you don't got to worry right, about make it. Plays. But everybody else, yeah. oh, we got to read into it. Dak, just make plays and it's your job. You, you will not lose your job. You're good. But if you don't, like James has alluded to, they are always looking to replace you. I'll never forget, it was the summer of 2015. It's the offseason. I'm coming off a season with the Philadelphia Eagles in which I had started uh, because D'Amico Ryans got hurt and Michael Kendricks had gotten hurt. So I started some games in there, played for re- fairly well. I go into a Texas Pro Day, my alma mater. I'm working out at Texas in the offseason. I go because I want to see my young bull, Jordan Hicks, current linebacker for the Vikings. I see, okay, let me see how he looks at Pro Day. I walk in there, the Eagles linebacker coach was working him out. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah. Next thing you know, third round, Eagles draft Jordan Hicks. Yeah. Next thing you know, Hey, Ach, you know I break my thumb, yeah. broken thumb during training camp, and they had my replacement already in the 100%. building. I'm not Dak Prescott, but y'all can understand the parallel that I'm trying to make no is they have Trey Lance in the building. I don't think he's good. Uh. <laughs> don't think Trey Lance is good, but he is there. This isn't a sport where you can ever really relax, no. right? True. So if Dak Prescott needed Trey Lance in the building to stay motivated, we have bigger problems here. <laughs> All he's got to do is go ahead, pick up his phone. They got to play well. Click on the app. Do a little face ID. Put in your pre- What's in my bank account? Uh, okay. I'm good. I ain't going nowhere. Not this year. Not Next this year. Not maybe. this year. Yeah, not, not this year. This year, Trey can't play, and these checks are hitting the right. account. So I am going to be the starting quarterback. I'd be more concerned about Cooper Rush. Honestly. Because we've seen Cooper go in and win games. That's, diff- that's so different. So if, if you, you go. go out there and you're looking crazy, they ain't going to be calling Trey Lance's number. They're going to call Cooper Rush's number. So Dak knows what it is. Dak is a grown man. He's been in this league a long time. He sees people get replaced all the time. He hears everybody talking about how he's played. He knows the pressure. He hears from the fans. He hears from the media. He hears from Jerry. He sees from Jerry them bringing in Trey Lance. You don't, I don't buy too much into motivation. If you are in a highly competitive field and you need somebody to come in that might push you out to stay motivated, you probably don't belong here. You're probably past the point that you're putting out the kind of production that needs to be put out. You don't need to be that. You got to be self-motivated. I don't think Trey is the problem, but Dak's got to perform this year. So he shouldn't read too much into it from that perspective. The only thing I will say, the only thing I will say is to Shady's point, Dak has been Jerry's guy for a long time. That's his guy. It is. It is. It is. (laughs) It is his guy. But he just, the thing with Jerry, Jerry's slick now, you know. Mm. 
you got to like pay attention because he will leave the little breadcrumbs. And this one was an, not an unintentional breadcrumb. This was a whole loaf of bread that he just was like, yes. there you go. And I'm going to tell the media that I didn't consult you on this yes. move. So it's not about Trey Lance to me because we know that Trey can't come in and push Dak out this year. It's about the message of we will go and replace you if you can't get us past where we need to go this year. I think it's this, man. Like, And I hate to kill Trey Lance, but it's just – when you talk about pressure from a player, they got to be a certain amount of elite or good enough to do that. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. Any, Agreed. Any, any team in the NFL, especially the offense, the best quarterback-friendly offense is the Niners. It has to be. Yep. We talk about Jimmy G, right? I don't think much of him, but he, he wins some games. People talk about that. They had a, when they played him in the championship in 2019 with the Chiefs, the four wins they did have, check these numbers out for a second. The Niners averaged 190 yards rushing per game. They averaged 110 yards passing. This is for Jimmy G. 40 Carries per game to 15 passes. They actually did that and got to the championship. Mm-hmm. And this and this era, though, not mm-hmm. like Jim Jim uh, Brown's era. This era. Yeah. So then you, you get a guy that, that the last pick in the draft quarterback. He takes him all the way to the 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 um um the yeah, um, championship. Yeah, the conference game. That's so thinking about that. And then you get a guy that you three first round picks to go to get him, and you got him, and he can't even make what second string. Yeah. Sam Darnold beat him out. So just put that in context. To, to take yeah. that player, that's what I'm talking about, and put him on the Cowboys and tell me that he's going to push Dak Prescott. No, that you Prescott? know well, that's here's what I'm saying. What's it's interesting not, it's not Trey. Yes, I think that's, that's going the to be the push. It's, it's Dak. Let Dak get into these playoffs. Okay. And lose the game for the Dallas Cowboys. Like he's been doing? Okay, go ahead. Let, let that happen. And with no guaranteed money coming into the okay. next year, Dak is going to be on another team. And it might not be Trey Lance know, they, that's taking over the job, but somebody else. I think it would take more, unfortunately, for Cowboys fans, I think it would take more James and bad play. It would take more than well, bad Cowboys play. Cowboys fans believe it. They're in the weed and boys. More than They're, bad play. It's a lot of bad moments. Well, to, Shady, to Shady's point, they've lost several times because of Dak Prescott. Yeah. And then remember, Jason Garrett was able to be mediocre for however long. I think it would take more than that. One, I, I, Dak is not Jerry's guy. Like y'all think. But it's like about, he's not. It's about but, the way you're built, too, right? Them teams that Dak been met, this team is built the right way. Correct. That's what they do. But, he loses and they get better talent. But remember, they, he, they left. <laughs> they so, so if you lose again, you think he's just going to come back? They're going to get more talent. <laughs> they, Let's they, go to Ohio State and get a running back. Like, they might do something. Honestly, <laughs> I, jumped, I jumped to Cowboys <laughs> phase. Crazy. Uh, phase. They're, they're in the uh, this is our year phase. We have boys is midseason. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, family, when we return. We got to address this situation with running back of the Colts, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, my God. Is he getting disrespected or is it what it is? Z next on Speed. All right, family, it's time for Hurry Up. We got to keep this one moving, keep this one moving. Jonathan Taylor, Colts star running back, will start the season on the Colts physically unable to perform list. And that sucks, but those aren't the words, my words. That's how Colts general manager Chris Ballard put it yesterday, saying, quote, I'm not going to sit here and give you a rosy picture. It sucks. It sucks for the Colts, and it sucks for Jonathan Taylor, and it sucks for our fans. Shady, you're the premier running back on this show. Are the Colts disrespecting Jonathan Taylor? Context, because I didn't give it to y'all. Jonathan Taylor wants an extended contract. He doesn't get that contract extension. He's going into his fourth year on under. It's disrespectful. They're not even trying to talk to him or negotiate a contract with him. We're at the Eagles camp, um, probably what two weeks ago. Yep, you were there. I was down there talking to him. A lot of the time, I was talking to him between the practice, and he was saying how, first of all, they owe him about four million dollars. He said because I earned that. I got all pros and Pro Bowls as a rookie, so 
So they gave him extra money as like an uh, escalator that he, that, he, that he hit. And my thing is, when you look at this team, why wouldn't you pay him? He's the best player. Every coach knows it. Every player knows it. They pay different office alignment. They got their money. Yep. So why can't Jonathan get his money? And even if you don't value him as a, I don't know, $16 million player a year, you should come to the table with something. Something. They're not all from nothing. And he talked about how um, the GM was saying, well, listen, you know, we had a terrible season last year. Why should we pay you? He's like, well, how do you build a team? If you, if you tell everybody that you want a first-round draft pick for me, that lets you know that, damn, you value me as a really good player. So treat me as such, and they're not doing it. And I just think that if you have a rookie quarterback that you took top five, you need a good running game to go with it. They're not going to win no games because you're not going to have your best player on the field. Yeah, th- th- this one's tough for me Ridiculous. right here because if it was the season before to where he went crazy, crazy. It's, a, it's a little different, right? But Saquon Barkley's disrespected. Josh Jacobs is disrespected, right? 800 yards and four touchdowns, that's not disrespected, right? You d- missed a lot of games last year. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm with you on they should come to the table with something, right? Because he has been a good football player. But disrespected, and we know how they treat in the running back room right now. Like, you didn't play every game last year. You, was you, you weren't over 1,000. You only had four touchdowns, and we were a really bad team. So you just want us to come out and pay you like the highest paid running back or something. Why? So I don't feel like it's disrespect because wow. he's not coming off of his best year. Crazy, bro. And you kind of looking at it like 800 yards for a touchdown. We could get that from somebody. But you talking about, so let's look, if you look at his career, now look, I'm gonna do real quick, you look at his career, he's, good. he's been balling out. Whereas Saquon, he's a good player, he hasn't been so consistent as much as Jonathan Taylor, right? I'm just saying. So when you say that, I hear you, but it's like, are you going year by year? Because this thing is a whole career thing. Right? I'm not paying a guy for one year. I'm paying a guy what's he done in his, in his time span. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we can be now. honest about it. This is, this is not, they're not being serious as an organization. Yeah. You have a rookie quarterback who is, is essentially what everyone feels like is the biggest project in the draft. He's, he's got a long way to go. Everyone knows it. What's the best friend for a rookie quarterback other than a solid offensive line? Running back. The run game. And a top running back at that. The top one. Come on. So it, it, it's beyond disrespect to me. It's just it's just silly. Like, you want to talk about them being bad last year. Do you think you're going to be good this year right. without Jonathan Taylor? I guess we're going to see. We're going to see. My guess is they're not going to be very good. Nobody's talking tech, talking about them even competing. And, they won't. and you're certainly not going to compete without him. So I really don't care what the number is. You have to talk about developing your young player. What What do you have for him to work with? I think you got to pick a struggle. I don't think you can be broke and sorry. Thank you. So, it, but the, the dilemma though is like, they gonna be sorry. You know what I'm saying? No, actually, I disagree. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you. I, I take it back. <laughs> it sounded so good. I was like, I was like, I was like, she gonna disagree with me. I and, disagree. Yeah. But I'm like, y'all didn't see the backups though. Y'all see the backup running backs? They look bad. The bad, bad. But my thing Ooh. is like, they're gonna be sorry. We know they're gonna be sorry. I know they're gonna be sorry. Watch Anthony Richardson. Unfortunately, they're gonna be sorry. So you're gonna be broke. But, I am sorry. But you are not going to be able – you are constantly talking about how he shouldn't be out there, Anthony Correct. Richardson. Correct. So you're putting him in a worse position by not having a, a, a valuable – Your best player. Best Let's say that. Player. Yeah. But the, like, Colts aren't, the Colts aren't trying to win this year. When are they trying to win? Oh, no, no, see, when are they ever trying but, to win? I mean, a team shouldn't say that, right? We try, they try to, we're supposed to win every game. But they're telling – Shady, they're, they're communicating that to us without words. Read between the lines. The Arizona Cardinals are doing the same thing. They just cut Colt McCoy's starting quarterback. Yeah, but they, so, they just took a quarterback. The Colts did. Correct. Very high. 
So you have to su- supplement a young rookie quarterback that's developing with high-level skill positions. It's not like you do. rocket science. This is the formula. But you the- can't take away pieces that are consistent and great from a young quarterback right. that you also know has a long way to develop. But keep in mind, it's not like they let Jonathan Taylor walk in free agency. I think that's something I need to make abundantly clear to the viewer. Jonathan Taylor is under contract. Exactly. He's under contract this year. Right. So it's not as if they cut Jonathan Taylor and removed yeah. a piece. But, 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 okay, you're right. But how this game has been playing for all these years, when you're a really, really good player like he is, like I was, you don't touch the field on your last year, the contract. True. You don't do that. I ain't never do that. You don't touch the field. I, I need my money. And most players in that elite level like he is, they get their money. That's fair. That's all I'm saying. So you've seen, you seen what happened with uh, Saquon and um, Josh. Josh yep. What's your offer, GM? What's your, what's your offer? Because they got $12 million. So, I, so watch this. So, so they took um, escalator contracts, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'll take that. But I'm not gonna go for 12 million. I'm gonna go for extra two million dollars or extra one million dollars. One, one year, if they took okay. one year. Okay. So now we gonna go to 14 to 15 million dollars. Yeah, if you want this money, like you say, go earn it. Because mm. my thing is, you gonna make them earn what two million dollars? What is that? But here's what, what here's, that? here's, here's what, so, so you don't think a one year contract from what he's done in his career is disrespectful? What I, no, what I'm saying is that that's what they that the, that's what the offer is. So I'm saying if that's your, the offer you wanna give me, cool. Let's work that out. Give me some extra money to go get. Not don't don't put a million dollars in front of my face and tell me you did something great for me. No, what is that? What's going to change the game is, okay, put $4 million in there. Let me go get that $4 million. Now it's a $14 million deal. Yeah. That's if you want to take so an escalator. One year, $14 million for Jonathan Taylor. You good with that. But he's not he can't do that anyway because it's an extension. He's under contract. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, what, what you I, can't sign a one-year deal. You asked me about Saquon. You asked me about Josh Jacobs, right? Don't move the goalposts. No, no. I'm saying they got $12 million. I said, what's your offer to? Oh, 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 oh. Easy. Like, it it, it got to be from McCaffrey to around um, Alvin Kamara. Mm. Oh, dang. 14. That's, that's, 14. that's how good he is. What are we talking 14, about? 16. Yeah. All right, coming up, we will talk about one of the biggest sporting events for women in the world. I mean, world. Like, it was crazy when I saw this yesterday. Had to talk about it on the show. I was shocked. What you, what Literally you surprised. What you done there, Joy? You, you did something? I didn't know. You still running? I'm still family we got to check in on our social life because i was so happy when i saw this nebraska women's volleyball broke the record for a women's sporting event they played inside their college football stadium 92,000. 92,000. i went to several texas versus nebraska games when i was in college love to see it george taylor what are your thoughts oh, it's amazing it's big time as a first of all volleyball games are super fun to go yes. to <laughs> super fun the electric atmosphere. It's great to see everybody out there supporting. And, you know, this is what happens when you support women's sports. 92 Shout out to my niece Zoe. She plays volleyball. I, I love that. You know what? At Pitt, right? At Pitt, I had this crush on a lot of the volleyball girls. I had a crush on a lot of them. Yeah, man. No, you know why? Because they're tall and athletic. For real. You were thinking about when you had to If you want to have like a Joel B type of kid, you got to marry a volleyball girl. That's the truth. Uh, <laughs> you just Kevin Durant, baby. Get Kevin Durant, baby, like you. 